2: and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker.
1: Welcome back. CC Hunt Files. Pumped to be here. It is hunting season. You guys should be pumped up. I'm pumped up. We're going to get ready to dive in this this week's episode. But first, let's make... Sure, we cover the wheels that make the wagon go round here for CC hunt files. We got Black Ovis code WCB10, we got Grizzly Coolers code WCB, we got Hunters Box Club. Shout out to our main man, Devin Leonard. And I also want to make sure that we are throwing out there for you guys we've got our own specific Mountain Ops codes. We've partnered up with them, been running all their stuff all year, absolutely love their products. If you guys want to get some money off with Mountain Ops, you got a couple different codes you could use. Code WCB, or you can use code CCHF, whichever you'd like. Regardless, either way, you're going to get great product, and you're going to get to save some money from our code. We love you guys, and we try to give back as best we can. Again, that's Grizzly Code WCB, Black Ovis Code WCB10, and Mountain Ops Code WCB or CCHF. With that being said, we're going to dive into some whitetails this week. I hope you guys are stoked. Whitetail season's are right around the corner. For those of you that have not got to hunt yet, that's going to be your opener. I'm lucky. I've already got to do a bunch of hunting already, but always stoked for whitetails. You guys should be, too. Here we go.
2: Can you say the letter C? All right, welcome
1: back, CC Hunt Files. Oh boy, I got the cult leader in (laughs) studio. My God. I'm a little bit scared because I feel like I'm in this room. I'm by myself. Kurt, my dad's not here. Um, He's not in the room with me. It's just me and you. Never really been just alone with you in a room. (laughs) And I mean, because of the cult thing, I don't know how to feel. I don't know how I feel about it. You'll be fine. I'm a little bit nervous. You'll be fine. I'm sweating. I don't (laughs) usually sweat. No man, I'm pumped to have you on. This is your this is your maiden voyage, CC Hunt Files. I don't know how this has happened that you haven't actually been. I like, don't know. I've done episodes with you on WCB. I've done DeerCast episodes with you. Yep. How this? This but I'm is happy my maiden though. voyage. This is your maiden voyage. I'm happy though because we're in studio. This is fun. Yeah. So like we're we're in person and uh yeah it's it's and I got a I got a fun topic for you. That's better face to face and it is it is you're, you're you're a cute guy to look at i like oh, thanks, thanks even, if, even if you do lead a call you're oh. still quit. You're, you're cuddly all right <clears throat> for people that don't know lee who's lee give us the give us the rundown real quick
0: uh just a 28 28 year old guy from iowa that likes hunting deer and i've dabbled in the western thing but you're a dapper-looking guy, too. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. I wouldn't go that far, but you can if you want, I guess. It's my show. I can say whatever <laughs> I want. I think
1: you're dapper. Just run with it. Good. Okay. Lee Her. Lee
0: <laughs> Lee No. Lee uh live in central Iowa. Been deer hunting since I was 10, so 18th, going on my 19th season now, but started bow hunting at like uh, 13, I think, and, uh, you know, been hunting ever since, and I... I'm eight up with it and 13. Yeah, that's yeah. 13 was my first bow season. I was gonna say, I think that was I was 12, 13. Yeah, that'd have been about the same. Yep, and I could have killed a 250 that
1: year. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. See, in here, because I'm using dad's system, I got all these cool toys I can yeah. play with. So, this is I, I like to use those that that called for it. okay time out. Whoa, 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 I never heard this story. Yeah, we wait, told it on a wait, wait a minute, I need a recap of what you just said there. A 250? Yeah, so the deer got killed
0: the next year, and it, oh. and the sheds got found. The sheds got found like nine years later. They sat along a crick line, and I shed hunted everything with this like little four acre property, and it, they were on this little four acre property. Did you see the deer in person? When I could have killed it, yeah, yeah, oh, oh, yeah, okay, tell the story. I was thirteen, hunting a basically a fence gap on my grandpa's property, not expecting to see a two fifty. Well, I had the shed from the year before, and it was—I think he was only four when he was two fifty, really, because the shed I have is framed like my hand, but it's eighty-seven inches.
1: (coughs) (laughs) Jesus.
0: Eighty-seven there and seven inches a, a trail comes out of the timber and it splits in. wait timber. wait wait, hold
1: on time out time out, time what, out. Well, you, you know i'm a shed guy yeah 87 inches yeah and it's like the size of my hand oh it's got. My god what's it got for beam how it's long like 18 inches long so not overly long by any means
0: no it's just a little i think he was a three-year-old when i found the shed but just palmated 11 eyes. points oh my junk kickers you got a picture of this thing not on my phone i'll send you one though jesus
2: god
0: yeah 18
1: inch beam and it's 87.
0: You know, yeah, it's got five brows that are all... Like, How many
1: scoreable on that side? Uh, I think it was 12, 11 or 12. Oh, and it had boy. a
0: big point broken off too. So it'd have been a 90 incher probably. Oh my God. And somebody trespassed and
1: found the other side. Wow. I never knew that. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to see. This is as good. Now yep. we're uncovering. I didn't. Yep. Wow. Okay. Continue on. Holy shit. Eighty-seven <clears throat> inside. You find it. So so, you, so we know the buck's alive.
0: Yeah, and I know it's in the area. And that's like I said. I was I was twelve when I found the shed. You know, thirteen when I hunted him, um, which I didn't even really hunt him. I was just hunting.
1: You know. I found like my first shed right behind my parents' mailbox. Never forget it. It was on March third, and I was probably twelve. 13, Mm -hmm. I shed hunted for three years before I ever found one, probably walked by a hundred of them Mm -hmm. and you would have thought I found an 87 incher and it was about a 22 incher. Yep. So I can't imagine what the fuck.
0: Yeah. I I started shed hunting when I was eight, like with my dad and Mm -hmm. a couple of my dad's buddies. First year I found like four, you Mm -hmm. know, and ever since then it's been over. But to find that at 12 or 13, Mm -hmm. gee, holy shit, the shed was as big as you. Yeah. Oh my
1: God yep wow okay
0: but then the next year you know i wasn't it was my first year bow hunting and i wasn't like obviously serious because i just went i shot a 40 pound draw bow like an old browning bow Mm -hmm. um with 85 grain broadheads, and had a 20 yard pin and
1: i was just talking to a guy the other day about that remember when like they had 75 and 85 grain like i remember like i shot my muzzy three blade 75s for like a long time i shot thunderheads seventy-fives, and i'm just like no one no one with a seven and not even kids, <laughs> and people would be like there you couldn't kill a deer with that, and it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you could there were thousands and thousands of deer yeah. killed with seventy five grain three blade muzzies like quit drinking the kool-aid people yep. like, you, you could you could kill them with a fifty grain broadhead yeah. if you wanted to like I think mine was the allen
0: brand like <laughs> oh yeah Walmart yeah, brand yeah, or yeah, whatever.
1: yeah, yeah, where you could basically take your fingers and damn near bend the blade oh yeah, 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 yep. yeah. yeah but now Th- those I, were meant for elk they would blend they would bend right around bone yeah, yeah perfect yeah, for, for sure yeah yeah it was that was a little bit of overkill for whitetail but you didn't know it yeah. yeah
0: but i was sitting in the a ladder stand that i hung on that fence gap because my dad used to hunt there mm-hmm. you know back in the day and he said a lot of deer come through here and that was before i had trail cameras or anything and this deer comes out of the big block of timber my grandpa's property it's a 160 But it's pretty much ag. Mm -hmm. I mean, ag and cattle pasture. There's a little patch of trees in the center around Mm -hmm. a pond, but other than that, it's just a little finger draw. And um, and I'm sitting there, and this trail comes out of the timber and splits. One comes to 17 yards, and one comes to 47 yards. And, of course, I have the 20-yard pin, and the buck comes, and he gets to that Y, and he stands there for a second, and he turns and takes the 47-yard path. Well... You know, I had to shoot at him regardless because I didn't know any better and I had my (laughs) 20 yard pin. So I drew back and I remember just holding above his back and squeezing off and right under his belly. Um, That's the only encounter I ever had with him. And then uh, looked for the sheds for, like you say, that year I got permission everywhere around there and walked everywhere. Um, a neighbor ended up killing it the next year, and it was two twenty nine the next year. But then the feds, the sheds got found. My God! It was like nine years after he shed them. the sheds were found. Um, how did squirrels? Seven years. How did it not get? How did that? It was in a low lying creek area wow. with no hardly any trees, and yeah. it was literally a kid riding his
1: dirt bike found him rodents in their backyard. It wasn't Judd digging for dinosaur bones. Nope. Or digging nope. for mammoth <clears throat> peckers or whatever yeah. he looks for. I don't know. When it tusks and
0: Balls. But the sheds were um one was one hundred eight and one was one hundred sixteen. Oh my god. And the hundred and eight incher was missing like ten to twelve inches. So it would have been two thirty six wow. without spread. So Wow. Yeah. And honestly I, I'm glad I didn't kill him just oh, because yeah. I, you know, ruined <laughs> exactly done. Yeah. Done. Never, never kill another deer like that done. again, you know,
1: well, you know, and ended up in my first year. And so that statement, I'm glad you said that because that, that's going to take, that's going to lead right into this segment. So, so you and I don't kill bucks last year, right? Nope. <laughs> and, and, um, for the last 12, well, yeah, last 12 years, I've, I've killed a good one and they've all pretty much been specific bucks. Right. Mm-hmm. And that was always the big question from all my buddies. Like they cared way more than I cared because I knew, hey, streaks are meant to be broke. And I didn't even look at it as a streak. I just looked at it as I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. But sooner or later, I'm going to run into a year or two where I either don't kill. I don't find one to kill. I don't have one to kill. Last year was that year. It just and I'm just like, I don't even care. Like, you know, it's it's fine. It's okay. It's going to happen. Like, but I'm at a point now, too, though, where it's like it's great to hunt booners and shoot some booners and kill some big ones and and kill some really big ones but it's also now i'm at a point where it's like it's got to be the wow factor has to hit me hard for me to want to kill one last year i just didn't i just didn't have the wow. you know i mean i let some good bucks walk and let a couple come in and walk by that i thought i would shoot and they got in and i'm like ah not a wow factor eh just not quite there and i'm okay with it you know and i i had a rough year i just i, just, I never had that wild buck yep. and you didn't either you know like you yeah know I-, I had one or two that were nice that i knew of that i
0: had a lot of history with so that's yep. the deer i was targeting but as far as like a you know which and a lot of people are gonna be like oh you know the biggest one i had was like a mid-50s 10-pointer yep same you know same um and had a i gotten an opportunity at him i would have shot him mm-hmm. you know um but i you know i like you i passed a lot of bucks mm-hmm. um Passed a lot of four-year-olds, yep. um, uh, one three-year-old that I think next year, you know, I'll pass him again this year, because mm-hmm. I'm in a pretty good area for deer making it through, um, and I'll, I'll pass him again, but he was a, I mean, as a three-year-old, he was mid-40s, yep. you know, a 10-pointer with some sp- split starting, so he's going to be nice. Um, I passed a, a nine-pointer last year, that was four. Yep. Um, that. You know he's got good brows and good frame decent mass for a four-year-old so he's one that could could be pretty good Um, yeah and I just you know I I, I elected to not shoot those deer just for hopes in the future you know
1: yep yeah well and you know and and that like so like okay you run into a year where you don't kill one you know I run into a year where I don't kill one you know and and it was it was sad because my best buck was a mid 150s buck and I found him dead crossbow bolt sticking out of the back of his hip so that was fun um that was awesome Um, Oops. (laughs) yeah yeah um that was great but um yeah he was at 20 yards on october 8th for 15 minutes feeding in a big time foundation clover plot just hanging out doing his thing and i'm just like ah man i'm like if i let you go one more year you're a booner you know like 15 inches Usually my bucks that are big like that at four and five make a pretty good jump. Good genetics there. Great feed. I'm like, Oh, yeah, I can't I like, can't shoot you. Yeah. You know, and he's coming in and I'm just like, Ooh, I like you. But then I'm like, mm, it's just not the immediate it was it was nice buck factor, yep. but not the you know, not the wow. Yeah. So I'm like, All right, well, that but I still though, I still even knowing what I know now, I still want to shot him. Yeah. Like, even though it sucks he got killed, but I'm just like, damn. You know, but so I'm one of those, that if you kill him, yep. your neighbor, your neighbor's definitely not
0: going to kill him and he's yeah. definitely not going to survive if you right. kill him. So, right. and I had, you know, I had a couple good bucks last year that I elected not to hunt, like mm-hmm. one that just showed back up for this upcoming year. Mm-hmm. Um, he was really good as a four-year-old. Well, let's see, I have, one of my buddies has a shed from three seasons ago and I think he's six. So he was three, four five. Yeah, three, four, five, six. I think he'll be six this year. So the shed from a th- his the three-year-old year, he was mid-40s, uh, had a little bit of junk starting. at a four, As a four-year-old, I think he was right in the 70-ish range, had a bunch of junk, and put cameras out last year for him, and he lost all his junk. I mean, no doubt the same deer, same frame, right. same brows, everything, and he just lost his junk. And he's five, and I think, you know, mainframe 10, mid-60s. He didn't want to be trashy anymore.
1: But he cleaned up his life and my my
0: my cousins and everybody i talk to regularly about deer you know they were all like you're an idiot freaking kill him he's 165 inch 10 pointer right and i'm like yeah but i i think you know he had trash for the two prior years yeah last year we had a bad drought was a bad growing year i just think i said i'm gonna i'm gonna pass him just because i I think i have to you know i just in hopes that he you know because i really thought i was expecting him to be the 180-ish mark, hopefully, you know, but he lost all his junk. You know, had right, he had his junk, right. he would have been. Yep. Um, And I actually got a picture of him the other day for the first time this year, and he brought all his junk
1: back. So I saw that. I made the right decision. I saw <laughs> that. I saw that. I was trying to pin on Google Earth Pro with my toolkit overlays from Mark Levesay where that buck was actually at. <laughs> Me and Doug's got a little plan of Good like, luck. Like, <laughs> we're still looking. But he he's,
0: he'll, unless something wild shows up, he'll be my number one target for
1: mm-hmm. sure. But. Well, that's what I wanted to like. That's that's what I, I was going to talk to you about, because you and I both are in this kind of boat. So it's like, OK, you go a year. You really didn't have anything like that was mind blowing. I didn't either. Now we're just kind of like, OK, like there's there's kind of two paths. People travel on this. It's like a, the next year is like the deflated year where you're like, oh, I didn't kill a buck. Like, oh, I need to motivate myself or it's fuck didn't kill a buck. Like, I'm super motivated now. Like, you know, okay, I gotta, I gotta find one. I gotta figure it out. I gotta, so it's like, what, what route have, have you taken on that? Cause it's like, it does, like, it, I mean, it, the, here's the deal though. If you're going to kill and you're going to hunt big deer, like mature bucks, and you're going to set goals and you're going to, you know, once you start killing a 150, 160, some booners, blah, blah, you're going to have years where you're just not going to find one. Right. And then right. I think though, there's two different guys. There's the guys that are like, you know what? It is what it is. Like. I didn't have one to shoot this year. I'm not just going to shoot one to shoot one. Yep. Like, I shoot a bunch of does. My kids aren't starving. I love to shoot does. I got plenty of deer meat. I've got beef. I've got pork. Like, I, I'm not the dude that's going to be like, well, had to shoot that 130, Kurt, because my kids need to eat. Like, no. Yeah. I can go shoot a doe. Yep. And, and I'm, I'm more than okay with letting bucks walk. Like, and I choose to do that, you know, but... You got the guy that's going to be like, ah, well, I got to kill a buck every year. Or if you're like us, you're like, well, no, I don't have to kill one. Like I don't, I don't need to kill one. Like just punching the buck tags, not doing it for me and you, yep. you know, I'd rather roll the dice, let them grow. So where are you at with it? Like, it's like, now this is like, okay, it's a new year. Didn't kill one last year. How pumped are you? How motivated? Are you not motivated? Like, where are you at with it? Cause I think this is where guys get, you're at a crossroads. Like, yep. you know, you're either going to be like, Hey, I'm for sure killing a buck this year. So maybe you're gonna like settle because you have to kill one. You can't go two years and not kill one. Or you're you're like, nah, man, I'm 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 gonna stick to my guns. Like it's it it's one or the other, you yeah. know. So you know, I've been hunting for
0: whatever whatever I said, eighteen years. This is my 19th season. <clears throat> and I've killed I think I've got 13 on the wall. And a lot of those That's impressive, not a lot of them, but um two three of those years were double years. Yep. So, you know, I've, I've killed... So you shot one, poached one? <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I'm sorry, I was wow. confused. Hey, whoa, whoa! <laughs> <laughs>
0: I've, I've killed probably about half the years I've hunted, yeah. I think, if you do the math, something like that. So ever since I was growing up, my dad... Uh, he's always killed big deer, mm-hmm. you know, and he was not a have to kill a buck every year. Right. You know, he was, right. I'm going to, you know, he was, he grew up as a hunter too, you know, yep. but when he started, it was, you killed the forkies because that's the only bucks that there were in the, <laughs> in the late eighties. Um, So I've had that ingrained in my head since I was a kid, you yeah. know, you don't have to kill a buck just to kill a buck, No, you know, and, and as I was growing up, you know, obviously we talked about this all the time. I started off shooting the one forties, you know, one fifties and really the last like five or six years is when it's been like okay i'm not gonna shoot a buck if it's 140 50 you know Mm -hmm. and it's like you're the same way i'm to the point now where i want to kill something as big or hopefully bigger than the last one Mm -hmm. you know which at a at a point that becomes dang near impossible right um but it's just where i'm at as a person that you know i i Obviously, I'm gonna shoot a 160 if it's mature and the best one I got. I'm gonna hunt the biggest deer I have every year, and I just hope that it's, you know, big. Um, But coming into this season through last season, I was I was pretty deflated to be honest with you. Yeah. Um. Even even into this spring because I had the worst shed season I've ever had from quality, you know, which Mm -hmm. it's just a snowball from not having any good bucks. I really, you know. Yeah. It it kind of follows. Yeah. There was two bucks. Where I live, that you know, I, I wanted to find the sheds too. Neighbor found them, um, but knowing that I had some of those up and comers and like oh, deer to look what forward street, to.
1: What street did you say you lived on again? Where <clears throat> where do you live uh, exactly? Do you
0: in the middle of nowhere and get lost, Kurt or ah, Clint? Oh, oh. <laughs> it's weird. You're sitting there. I'm not used to you sitting there. <laughs> hey, I'm the daddy now.
1: <laughs> hey, it's me.
0: Um, but you know, I had a couple deer last year that I was like, oh, they sh- they should be something good, you right. know. Yep. Um. And even into putting out trail cameras, I was pretty deflated. Mm -hmm. Um, But as pictures have started to roll in, Mm -hmm. you know, now... When I was putting out cameras, I was pretty pretty deflated. Mm -hmm. Putting out cameras, I'm like, okay, it's a new season. Mm -hmm. Last season was last season. Put it behind me. And now as the pictures have rolled in and I've got... Last year, I had literally like one deer that I would have shot. Yeah. Um, And this year, I've got, you know... And I'm kind of like you. I I'm more or less a specific buck, but I'm a specific like two or three, mm-hmm. depending on wind and that kind of stuff. Yep. Um, but this year I've already got like four or five that oh, yeah. I think are mature enough. Yeah. That you got a hit list already. Yeah. That'll That'll die if they right. come by. You know. I'm gonna hunt the main two, um, that traveler buck, and then I've got a buck called the Velvet Buck who. Mm. Never lost his velvet last year. Never shed his antlers. Was all busted so, up. So crazy. And then he started growing a new rack out of his antlers that he had there. So yeah. uh, one one I'm going to be able to hunt with North Winds. One I'm going to be able to hunt with South Winds. Mm. Basically. So um,
1: now I'm on the other end of the spectrum. I still don't. I still don't have <laughs> one that I'm just like. Well, I'm just like magically like. Well, maybe when I come back from my all my mule deer and elk hunts, they'll just magically be, like, be a giant. Like, yeah. There's just like someone's just going to grow into one or something like I don't know. I, yeah. I'm just like ah well. You know, so I'm on like the other end of the spectrum where I'm still like, well, I still got to find one. I'm still searching for, you know, I've got one prospect that could be, depends on how he finishes, honestly. If he finishes good, I think he's there. If he doesn't, I'm probably going to be like, you know what, I'm going to roll the dice and let him go. And, you know, I mean, it's probably going to be one of those deals, you know? Yeah, and we've talked on the phone about it too before, but one thing
0: that I really contemplated going into this season was not running cameras i'm
1: glad you brought that
0: up i i love running cameras i I love checking cameras i love looking at trail camera pictures god it'll
1: it'll deflate you on a bad year though man yeah and it it was
0: last year and and i really thought about not running them this year Mm -hmm. because you know like we talked about before it sounds stupid but i almost missed not knowing the deer yeah you know But I think, you know, back then is when I shot some deer that could have been mega giants and I shot them at three or four, Yep. you know, so I, I like running cameras from that aspect, but you know, there's not a time where I hunt hardly a time that a buck shows up that I'm like, well, I have no idea who you are, Right. you know? Right. And, and I almost think it's, you know, I, I, I really contemplated doing that, you know, because last season I was kind of deflated going into every
1: hunt. Oh yeah. Because I was like, well, what, you know, I'm going to go sit here and see the same I'm right 330 there. inch deer i kept finding myself tricking myself into being like clint the camera doesn't show everything you know that which, 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 which is true it's now the bad part though is like so like for me if i've got a camera on like a freshly cut uh bean field or on a big time foundation clover plot or maybe i'm running bait and minerals like chances are most of the 95 de- percent of my deer especially are- on the the bait. I'm I would gonna think you'd get, get most of them. Yeah. I, and, and it might be two in the morning, but pretty much all my bucks are going to at least show them a, a face. Show there. their face. Yeah. yeah. So it's like the, 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 oh, wow. What's here factor. Who is that? Yeah. Is, it's, it's, it's gone. And I think that's why I love Western bow hunting so much because every basin, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Every ridgeline, I don't know. I mean, you know, like, I mean... The barnacle buck that Devin killed, I'm looking at one basin and looking at 10 bucks, a 170 being the biggest. And I'm like, oh man, fuck, that's a good buck. Like I'd go after that muley for sure. Full velvet. I literally go over on the other side of the ridgeline and look at a basin I've never looked in and find a fucking 235 and then call Devin and go, dude, holy fuck. Where are you at right now? (laughs) Get here. (laughs) Get here because this is a Devin buck. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, that. I mean, but I don't know, you yeah. know, like, yeah. I don't, I, it, you, it's thousands of acres out there. Like, yeah. I don't, you, you don't know. And like, see, like, I like that, you know, yeah. hunting elk, you hear a big elk bugle and you're like, Ooh, that sounded, what like are a, you? Yeah, That sounded like a dinosaur, you know, <laughs> and I'm just like, Ooh, what's that? You know, but in the whitetail <clears throat> deal, um, and that's fun. Like, that's, what's fun about the rut. But I'll be honest. I usually, now last year I had fun in the rut because I didn't have a specific buck. Mm-hmm. So I liked the rut last year, okay? Because it was like, I'm hoping some rando runs in. Yep. But most years, I fucking hate November, because I'm hunting a specific buck. Yeah. And in November... <laughs> who knows where he's at? It's like the kid that's 18 with a fake ID. Like, what bar's he at? Who fucking knows? The dude's right. got a fake ID. Like, he might be 10 counties over. Yeah. Like, who knows where he's at? I yep. mean, you know, I don't know. Well, same with the buck. I don't know where this buck's at. You know, the last big one I killed, the, the giant eight... That dude was, I mean, I had people sending me trail camp photos of him when I killed him that literally are on a straight line for me, five and six, seven miles away. Like that buck was everywhere Yep. in November. Yeah. And then that's it. No more pictures. He's gone. You know? So for me, it's like, you know, I, the, the camera thing, man, I get that because it is. And, and I, okay. Do you think cameras make guy, do you think cameras sometimes make us lazy in our hunting efforts? Yes or no, and elaborate what, what why your answer is there. Because I, I have a I have kind of a theory on this myself, but I'm I'm interested in your in your philosophy. Do I think cameras make
0: us lazy in our hunting efforts? I I would say yes, mm-hmm. and more or less like from a me standpoint, uh-huh. from my exploratory side of things, like mm-hmm. going and looking new mm-hmm. spots, um, like boots on the ground.
1: Yeah. So you're not going to do as much of that because the camera
0: yep yeah and like especially because you know which is dumb but like the years that i do have good deer mm-hmm. you know i i only focus on those good deers uh-huh. those good deers good wow. deers. wow 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 wow, wow. <laughs> those good deer wow <laughs> good deers them there are good deers over there and goddamn good deers <laughs> um and i don't go look new places mm-hmm. the years that i've had the most success is the years I haven't had a good deer on my cameras. So I go somewhere else and look mm-hmm. and put cameras up somewhere else mm-hmm. or hunt somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, like my, my 10 pointer that I have on my tattoo that I killed the year before I killed junk Brown, my big 10, you know, he was an upper sixties 10 pointer and I just went and hunted a random timber for the first time. Um, and my first sit, I had an encounter with him. He came to like 80, and mm-hmm. then it was like, oh, you know, I'm going to hunt him, put his cell cam out, ended up killing him. Yep. Um, but yes, I would say, and this might be controversial, I think cameras have made hunters lazy. Mm-hmm. You know, back in the day when I was younger, and my dad, well, my dad never ran a trail camera in his life. Yep. We, which I still do the drive around every mm-hmm. night, you know but not near like my dad and I used to. Mm-hmm. I mean, we used to set up, mm-hmm. climb on barns and water towers oh, so yeah. we can see farther and yep. overlook fields with spotting yep. scopes and, cam- you know, a yep. video camera. Yep. yep. Um, But it's been a lot of years since I've hardcore, like what I would say, velvet scouted. Um. Yeah. And I think that's because I let the cameras do the work for me, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And like I talked with you, you know, you – more or less i'm not gonna say losing the flame but enjoying the the muley thing as well i think yeah i think there'll come a time you know i think you're borderline there but i think there'll come a time for me where i'm gonna have to do that no camera thing just to Mm -hmm. like yep have a different look at it and you know just for a year the problem is i like running cameras Mm -hmm. you know or pick up a chunk of timber that i'm gonna go hunt and not run cameras in Mm -hmm. you know <clears throat> and then I'll probably see something big, and I'll put cameras in there, <laughs> you know, but,
1: yeah, I, I feel like for me, with cameras like on like last year, okay? So I don't have a I don't have a giant to hunt, okay? So I'm hunting, but because of the cameras, and I know in my mind, like, okay, there's nothing really that big here. like i'm I'm still hunting and hoping I'm just not seeing a giant. Mm-hmm. But I'm kind of like haphazardly hunting. Like I'm still, Hunting, but I'm not fully invested in every sit. Like I found myself dazing off or maybe not being as mobile as often as I should have been. Or maybe, you know, I'm not, I wasn't as zoned in, honed in as sharp as I should have been. Mm-hmm. And I think because I'm like, hmm. Do I really need to move that stand? Do I really need to set up 15 yards different from where I was because the wind's a little bit different tonight when I really know there's not a big one here anyway? I'm Mm -hmm. just hoping one magically shows up. So I start, I have dove into that a little bit and I'm like, "Mm." I'm like, I don't like that. I don't like that about, I don't, I don't like that I'm doing that. I don't, I don't like that. I was thinking like that. And then like with some cameras, Instead of me doing a lot of like on foot scouting or like observation sits, I'm just like, oh nope, I got four cameras running over there, and yeah, fuck, nothing's nothing's going on. So yep, well, I guess I'll just, uh, I don't know, I'll go jump on, I'll jump in a tree somewhere and get on X and start looking at where I'm gonna hunt mule deer in three weeks with Devin out the, during the rut, and then I find myself like, I'm on my phone or I'm 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 doing other things, writing articles or whatever posting the social, whatever the fuck I'm doing and deer are walking by and I'm just like, Hmm, cool. But I'm not really like, yeah, I'm not really in it. And I'm just like, Hmm, but m- without all the cameras, it's more of like the, you're on your toes, you're on your toes, you, you never know? know? Yeah. And, it's, yeah. It's, and, and, and on a year when I've got a big buck, it's constantly, I'm hunting a big buck. So I'm like, Ooh, I'm on pins and needles. Mm. So I have found where now I'm kind of like, okay, if I don't have a big buck this year, I'm going to kind of fade away from the cameras a little bit. I think it's going to like help me kind of get back into that primal instinct of like, okay, I'm hunting. I got to be fully focused. Like, I don't fucking for sure know what's going to take place here. Yep. Whereas, like, when I'm running seven, eight cameras on a farm, I feel like, you know, like it's good and bad, right? Like there's a fine line there because it is telling you a lot of information, but it's also like, if you're still going to hunt there and you want to hunt there, it's kind of like, it's either making your flame go way up. Oh, there's three good bucks here. Or you're like deflated. There's really nothing here. And you're like, fuck, but maybe the rut's coming and you're like, well, a neighboring buck could be here. So I need to hunt. Then you got to like keep yourself motivated and present so it's like how how did you keep yourself motivated like how how's lee gonna motivate himself on those years like last year like like did you struggle with that did you not because i struggled with that i'm just like god dang man this is like this is hard this is rough i mean even in the rut i'm just like okay any minute it could happen yep i like last year it was fun to hunt the rut because i'm just like okay it could happen at any minute you know and i don't have a specific buck so who knows what's going to happen yep But then after the rut, then you get into like late season and you're like, okay, we're back to feed, back to patterns. I'm back to a million cameras and no big deer. I'm going to move cameras and move this and do that. And I'm just like, fuck. Like it's just – it's if you're going to be a big buck guy, you're going to go through that wave of staying motivated, not being motivated. And it's like – Man, you gotta fight that off. But like, mm-hmm. how does a guy do that? Like, that's tough, man. So, like last year, what I did was—that's so where a guy can get in trouble and settle, and go shoot that four-year-old 140, and then you walk up and you go, mm-hmm. "Why the fuck Damn. Did I do that?" <laughs> yeah, and then you're mad at yourself. Now you're you're pissed at yourself. Yeah, like now you're like, "Why did I do that?" And
0: I had one of those last year, um, and it was a mature buck. So, would it have been the end of a world? You know, end of the world if I ended up killing it? No,
1: but it's not what i wanted to put my tag on you know right type of thing so at the end of the day you're still going to be like you're trying to justify it whenever yep. you look in the mirror you're like yep he just wasn't what i
0: wanted so I, I you know i drew back on this deer and it was it was like a low 40s eight pointer probably a five-year-old you know never going to be anything good had a kicker base point you know and i drew back and and it was a little bit on the outskirts of my range anyway you drew back your crossbow wasn't cocked yet no no, it wasn't. I had to pull it back first. Okay, then, okay. you know, gotcha. I was confused. I was then turned like, my Garmin ranging sight on my crossbow on your raven. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha, yep. gotcha, gotcha. Yep.
1: Okay, okay. Uh-huh. That makes more sense now. I, was, I was confused. I was like, wait a minute, you didn't already have your crossbow cocked? Like mine's always cocked. My, I always have mine cocked. But double barrel? Yeah, yeah, double okay. barrel. Got both both bolts in. Uh, no, I just use the bottom one actually. Wow, you're primitive. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a traditional
0: crossbow guy. I like that. That's cool. But no, I drew back on him and, and wow. And I we
1: just pissed 800 people off. <laughs>
0: 800 more than that. Um, I drew back on him and I'm looking at him and I'm just like, oh man, I'm not going to be happy with that. So I actually yeah. let down, which is probably one of the hardest things for a bow hunter to do is to oh, dude. let your bow down and not fly an arrow. Oh yeah. Um, so, like coming, at, coming out of the rut, you know, I get mainly where I hunt, I get a lot of deer in late October that come through one time. Yep. You know. And then I get seek, them- Seeking, searching, just- I get them the end of November, come through one time. Yep. You know, I get like one or two days of pictures of them. Yep. And that's it. Um, so you've so, got a, a very, it's a
1: very, very tight window there.
0: Yeah. It's literally like- A couple days. Halloween, you know, the two days leading into Halloween through the day after it, I get, you know, every year on these couple places, I get one buck that's, it's a, normally a pretty nice buck. mm mm-hmm. But it goes through and, and that's it. I never get pictures of them again. Yep. But then I always get the same deer
1: November twenty eighth, ninth, thirtieth come through. So at the begin at the beginning of the main rut and at the end of the main rut, that farm typically is gonna could produce. Typically. Will I will say I'm I'm not gonna say will, but you know,
0: I've hunted it for three years and every year I've had a older you know four or five six year old mature buck mm-hmm. stroll through and it's the same buck that comes through in october the last couple of days in october and the last couple days in november nice he, and i think he's coming looking for the first ones yep and coming looking for the last one last ones, yep um but but as far as staying motivated after the rut you know i i actually gave up a lot of hunts and didn't hunt for my the 10 pointer i was hunting mm-hmm. and drove around and looked for deer and yeah and, and i found a deer last year that you know he was a really old buck that i knew so you um, were staying motivated by continually by driving tying. driving around
1: and looking yeah. for deer yeah, and I'm trying sure. to get permission and got so, a lot of nose but <laughs> so, so for you instead of just hunting a farm hoping a big one was going to show up you're like okay i'm going to exhaust my efforts and try to go go find one go see, if see if i can one, find on. one okay yep. that makes sense that's good yeah and i
0: and i found one last year that you know got me excited he was not a big deer by any means he ended up being bigger than i figured
1: now did that did that mentally help you stay in the game Yep. on a year when when you're struggling
0: yep 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 and just see it you know sense. the first time i saw him, what and he had a freaking 13 inch drop tine so it was like a deer that i was like oh baby <laughs> yeah that would he was two points on his right side a that, big fork is all that'd give you the wow factor and his left side was a four point with a 13 inch drop and it, that the neighbor found the drop tine shed and it ended up being a lot bigger than i figured it was um but you know finding that deer sparked me going into late season you yep. know yep um and I, I I argued with my wife about going Christmas morning because I had him in mornings on the property I could hunt Ooh, coming back. Oh, that's spicy. By the time he would get by late season, late season, it'd be after dark by the time he got to the field. Yep. Um, but so, I'd get him daylight coming back in the morning. So you were going to slip in real early? And it was an ag field was the hard part. Oh, and that's wow. it, you know, well, that is, and that's that spicy. I got permission. Um, that's a spicy move, young Padawan. And it would, you know, to get in there in the mornings, I only ever, I, I did it one time um i had to walk like way out and around mm-hmm. down a tree line and had to ask a neighbor that i had asked to hunt mm-hmm. and he told me no if i could just walk across his property and he mm-hmm. told me i could do that but i couldn't hunt on his but i could walk across it to go hunt his mm-hmm. neighbors whatever <laughs> um and i did it one time didn't see him but christmas morning I, my wife was she was like absolutely not <laughs> and i said I said, listen, it'll be the first 15 minutes of daylight if he comes by. Jackie. If he comes by, I'll be back before the kids are up. Jackie said, oh, hell no. <laughs> um, and he freaking daylighted and walked right by oh, Christmas morning. <laughs> Jackie. But um, no, nah, it was, you know, if I'd have killed him, I would have missed my kids waking up. So I'm glad I didn't go. Yeah. But
1: um, Did she have any remorse for you at all? N- no. <laughs> <laughs> <Damn> it, Jackie. <laughs> I mean, we love you, but Jesus. Easy on our boy. Yeah. He's fragile. <laughs>
0: But no, that's that's how I stayed, especially in the later part of the season, stayed motivated and and yeah. you know, looking f- basically going and looking for a buck that mm-hmm. I
1: didn't know about, you know. Yeah, no, um, that's that's smart because I think a lot of guys like if you don't have a buck, it's easy to fall into the. Well, there's a good football game on, and I mean, hey, dude, I'm I'm a big sports guy. I love. Yeah, I'm not. I love football games, and I, I record them and tape them, but it's easy to fall into that. ha ah, I don't have a big one. Fuck it, I'll go to the Browns game or ah uh, the Sooners are playing Texas today I better watch the game ah uh, I probably should go to my buddy's bachelor party or I probably should go to that fucking beer and bottles baby party for my buddy or whatever the hell you got going yeah. on yep you start finding these reasons you know and if you're not motivated you're gonna you're gonna just you're quit. gonna go to them. Yep. you're gonna quit hunting and I'm not I'm not sitting here putting a disclaimer out saying that you shouldn't do fun things during hunting season or shouldn't do things that are not just hunting-related, but you're going to start doing less and less hunting yep. and more and more other bullshit things because you're not motivated. you know. Yep. And then you're missing opportunities, and it's pretty hard to kill a big buck if you're not scouting, hunting, glassing, doing something, trying to find one. It, it, typically, they don't just walk up to your house and the go... The old saying, you can't kill one from the couch. Yeah, you t- know? typically they don't just walk up and go... Hey, Lee, it's me. I'm at your door. Hey, I live three miles down the road on the west side of that block if you want to hunt me. And I'm in a daylight tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. I'll be there. Uh, bring your double-barrel crossbow and come hang out with me if you want around five-ish, we'll say. Yep. I'll be there in the cut cornfield, <laughs> north end. Like, doesn't usually happen that way. Yeah. And then and then coming into this year, it you know,
0: it takes a lot of mental toughness Mm -hmm. after having a season like that to be motivated yeah well yeah that's that's the flip side of it but i got to the point where i you know i started putting out cameras and i was like you know what last year was last year Mm -hmm. you know i've had a lot of years where i don't have much to hunt and then the next year you know yep boom yeah boom i got you know two giants or three giants to hunt right you know it's just one of those things where it's it just takes a lot of mental toughness and every year you never know what you're going to have. So you just, and this sounds, you know, more simple than it really is. You have to make yourself, you just have to make yourself be motivated coming into the next year and not everybody can do that. And I, I've struggled with it in years past, but you know, coming, you know, ever since I've started hanging around you guys, you know, the Mm -hmm. WCB crew, it's made me more mentally tough when it comes to deer hunting Um, because it's, you talk about it and everybody talks about it all the time, surround yourself with people you want to be like, and surrounding myself with you guys who are really mentally tough, driven, big deer killing sons of guns has made me more mentally tough than I was prior, you know, Mm -hmm. like last year when I was struggling, I would just talk with everybody and they'd be like, dude, it's, it happens, you know, just keep at it and you never know. And I ended up killing Karen and... (laughs) You know, it's pretty sad when your number two targets a doe, but I got it done. <laughs> I,
1: mean, I mean, it's I get it. I mean, it's it's part of it. And, you know, it's um. there's there's that need to fill a buck tag from some guys. And I totally respect that. I get that. If that's your goal, dude. Hey, do you if, if that's your goal? Yeah. Like if, if your goal is I want to just kill a good buck every year. I'll be honest, I'm a, I'm kind of jealous of you a little bit. Like, I yeah. miss the days where, <laughs> you know, uh, that three-and-a-half-year-old 135, 140 got me... I mean got, I, you, I mean, got you jacked up. Oh, there was a day in time for many years where you put a 130, three-and-a-half-year-old in front of me on opening weekend, and I would have been... I am fucking bending the... I am, like, sprinting to grab that bow to bend the limbs back. Yep. I can't wait, you know? Um, and... As times went on, it's just progressed, and and it is what it is, you know. And now I'm at a point where it's like I don't need, you know. I I'd rather have let that buck walk for two more years and hope he turns into something, or or maybe my kids shoot him, or maybe you know girlfriend kills him, or, or whatever the case is. Yeah, you know, maybe my dad decides to shoot him in shotgun season, who only gets to hunt three or four days a year. I'm not gonna be mad about that. No, you know, if a 130 runs by my dad and he fucking whacks it with a shotgun. Dude, I'll be stoked for him. He'll be pumped, and hey, you're gonna be let, grinning in the picture. I was gonna say, let's let's go drink a case of Bush Light
2: now and then celebrate. Yep. Like I don't give a shit. Like that's that's cool, you know. I mean, but. to get 50% off. On average, it takes about 30 days for a person to break their New Year's resolution. So if saving money was on your 2024 list, your odds aren't looking that great. Luckily, I have a 100% guaranteed way to save you money this year. Just switch to Mint Mobile. Right now, Mint Mobile has wireless plans starting at $15 a month. That's unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com/wcb. That's mintmobile.com/wcb. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com/wcb. Additional taxes, fees and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details.
1: You know, the, the, you gotta be like honest with yourself, you know, and, and it's tough because on years when you're not motivated and then a buck walks in it, you could be like, ah, oh, if I shoot this deer, I have buddies say it's all the time. I just want to shoot one and be done. I'm like, dude, then just be done. Like, yeah, you don't, you don't have like, to go. Yeah. Like, like you're not going to die if you don't kill a buck. I promise you. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't kill a buck last year. I'm, I'm here. I didn't yep. die. Like I'm, I'm alive, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you, it, you'll live. I promise you'll live. Like it's, it's not going to kill you if you don't punch the tag. And, uh, but it's, it's hard though. It's hard to stay, you know, you get to a point where you're like, Oh my God, like, I'm just not motivated. I'm just not like, man, like what's, what's the deal. But then a big one does pop up and it's like, Oh fuck, here we go back in the saddle. Mm-hmm. You know, now we're, now we're back. But, um, no, that is though. That's it's, it's, uh, it's tough year to year. You go into a year, nothing big, you hunt, nothing big. You, you, you come into the next year and you're still in that same, you're like, man, like I got to get out of this, you know, I've never
0: had two years in a row Mm -hmm. where it's bad, you know, as far Mm -hmm. as buck to hunts. But I think that would be really deflating, Mm -hmm. you know, and
1: (sighs) I'm there right now. Like, I'm just like, man, I've got a bunch of really good young, yeah, three, four year olds, but just nothing yet. That's struck me as that next level. Okay. You know, and, and there's like, there's a couple that I'm, I'm interested in. Uh, and for me it's not all inches like one of my favorite bucks still to this day out of all the big deer i've killed is my big six and he's a nine and a half year old buck mm-hmm. and he's 120 some inches which is big for just a six but he's he's a 120 inch deer yeah you know but that's he, one of my bucket list deer. a big six pointer he's nine he's <laughs> you know 23 inches wide he's nine and a half years old and that deer was a ghost from four to seven and then he got old and fat and lazy and started showing himself but yep. for three years I never saw that deer in person mm. in daylight. Never, not even in the summer. Like the, the deer wasn't around. He, i To take it back, he was around. He just didn't let you know he was around. Yep. But like, I get pictures of him, but never daylight. Yep. Three years, I kind of wrote the buck off and thought he just died of old age. And then poof, at eighty shows up and I kill him the next year. And um, but he's still like that's probably, you know, I was as stoked to kill him as I was. In line, that's almost a 180, and extra, that's a 190. Like, I was just, as, I mean, mm-hmm. ma- maybe even more pumped. Just yeah. I knew how old the fucker was, you know, and and it was cool to, like, beat him at his own game. But I didn't even have that last year. Like, I didn't even have, like, an old just, hey, here's an old bully buck that's a 140s that's really old. It's just always going to be, I could kill that. I'd be stoked with that. Yeah. Like, just an old bastard. Yep. I didn't even have that. You know, and, like, right now, it's like I'm kind of the same boat, you know, so you're just like, man but you're trying to stay motivated. You're like, okay, I got to do this. I got to, you know, so I'm moving cameras, I'm changing spots and that's fun. Like that, that to me brings more flavor back is you're like, okay, I'm going to need to knock on some doors to get some more permission, or I, I need to go to this side of the farm. And you know, you're, I need to put some food plots and that's another thing, you know, like, so what did you change from last year being an off year to this year? Like in your mind, what are you like? All right, new year, new me, new this, like Did you have any new philosophies? Like, are you doing anything different this year that you're like, you know what? This year I'm doing something different. Maybe it's food plots. Maybe it's, you know, I mean, um, maybe it's how you're putting your cameras out. Like, I mean, is there any like tactics differently that you're like, you know what? I'm motivated. I'm ready to rock. I didn't kill buck last year. I'm doing this different this year. Is there anything that stands out right now that you're like, yep, it's going to be different? So I did a couple
0: couple things, I would say. Um, First, I... Kurt and I did an episode on it. We, I sent those letters out yep. to try to gain permission. Yep. Um, so I got a couple new properties. Which took a lot of effort. Which took a lot of effort. A lot of time. Um, I had one buck show up on one of those. I've only got cameras on one of them. Mm-hmm. And it's one that gets me excited for the future. You know, I think That's there's... Good. It's potentially could be my next 200-incher if he makes it through the Orange Army for the next two years. <laughs> <laughs> um, and... You know other places like in amanda that that all the ground I've went to other timbers. Yeah. You know that I normally hunt. You know I think I've gotten in a groove where I hunt the same three sections. Right. Sections of timber. Um. So this year I took and I put cameras in a couple mm. different areas or different areas in those timbers. Yep. Um. And I've got a couple of good bucks. So you you're kind of in going, there. You're kind of going outside of your box, basically. Yeah. My yeah. my yeah. normal what I've yeah the box I've drawn myself into over the last five years. Yep. Um. I'm I'm going outside of that and looking elsewhere you yep. know um, mix it up yeah mm-hmm. and and I think that's one thing coming into this year that I helped stay motivated for mm-hmm. one thing that kept me motivated last year you know like you said you've got a lot of two and three-year-olds that are nice three four-year-old that you know or whatever yep you know I think it's deer hunting too is a long-term game for guys like us that you know focus on certain deer and mm-hmm. try to grow deer um, you know so what what would keep me motivated there is more or less patterning the next year's deer Mm -hmm. or the two years from now deer, you know, Mm -hmm. being excited for the future helps keep me motivated as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, it's, it's just tough, you know, staying motivated is tough, especially on a bad year, even on years that I have deer that are really nice. You know, like when I killed junk brow, uh, it was, it was pretty tough to stay motivated that year, even, you know, because I wanted to kill him. So I was only hunting him for a while until Mm -hmm. my deadline date. Um, but I hunted one property that 20 acre piece, that's all I hunted. And I only hunted 12 times that whole year, 12 sits, Mm -hmm. six with the bow and six with the gun, because Mm -hmm. I only went in there when it was perfect. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was honestly almost tough to go that year as well, because, you know, I wanted to be so choosy on when I went that I didn't Mm -hmm. want to mess it up. And I would have days where I'm like, man, I really, I'd like to go hunting, but I only want to kill this deer and I can't go hunt this deer right now. You know, so I, almost a little bit lost my drive that year too Mm -hmm. you know i think it's a double-edged sword you know you can have a lot of motivation or a lot of good deer and you can be really motivated you can have one really good deer that you're chasing and it can cut your motivation down because you got to be more strategic and think and safe um, which sometimes that might result in not killing the deer is being safe Um, and then the years like last year it's tough to be motivated when you don't have nothing
1: (laughs) you know, no, absolutely. Now, do you, I don't know if I've ever really asked this, but do you hunt a lot in October? Are you an October guy?
0: huh depends on the property. Depends on the deer I'm hunting. Mm-hmm. Um, the one property where I killed junk brow and my other big deer, I don't because a lot of the bucks don't show up till like October
1: 15th, 20th. Mm-hmm. So they're not really living there per se. Not in the summer. They come summer. in
0: yep. leading into rut and they stay all year after that. Yep. Um, I have had this conversation a lot, I like hunting the rut, Mm -hmm. but I think deer are more killable in early October and late November. Mm -hmm. I think the 20th of October to the 20th of November is the hardest time to kill a deer. I think the first week and a half, if you have the right weather Mm -hmm. in October, it's, if you have a certain deer, I think you get the right front, you get the right temperatures, you got whatever you're hunting them on, whether it's an oak flat or a field Mm -hmm. or hunting them coming to either of those. I think it's easier to kill a deer that time of year. And I think my favorite week of the year is like Thanksgiving week. The, yep. you know, when they're coming out of the rut, trying to refuel. Yep. I think that's the, to
1: me, that's the easiest week to kill a deer. Now, will you get aggressive if need be in October? Cause a lot. So uh, right now I'm working on a feature article in Peterson's bow hunting, um, about basically being aggressive in October mm. and it's, it's my maybe favorite time to be aggressive like I'm not afraid in October to be aggressive at all because number one the ruts coming up you have no fucking clue what's going to happen and then after the rut they've forgotten what happened in October and they're going to go back to feed because they have to so if I if I screw it up in October and I don't kill him in November by that time it's all about food a little bit of second rut action but we're back to almost a a blank canvas again so I am ultra aggressive in october but some guys are just absolutely i'm not stepping in the woods you're not going to catch me anywhere but a field bed or a food plot like what's your october take if a buck's showing himself and he's in daylight he's killable will you go in and say oh i ha- I have to roll the dice i've got to go in to that transition zone and go kill a buck or are you more or less the guy that's like oh god oh i don't know I don't know if I'm going to roll that dice it seems like guys fall on one side or the other. And it's always interesting to me because I, I I can see both philosophies. I really do. For me, it's if he's daylighting and you can kill him, why wouldn't you try your hardest to kill him? Oh, I get it, man. You know, get it. I get it.
0: I, I, I know a lot of people that do, you know, they won't get aggressive because they want to wait till October when it, they're dumb and easier to kill, quote unquote. Yeah. It's easier to kill a buck in the rut. Yeah. November, November. You said, or you said October, but you meant November. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sorry. Yeah. Yep. Um, no, I get that. I get it's that. easier to kill a buck, but not mm-hmm. necessarily a certain buck. Yep. Um, yeah, if, if I've got the deer daylighting and, or even close to daylighting and I've got a decent pattern, you're gonna roll the
1: dice. Why not? Yeah. You know, I'm the same way. Why not? I had had a buddy two years ago and this is a prime example. Um, and he'll probably listen and he'll know I'm talking about him, but he doesn't care and, and it's fine. Um, he's hunting this Ridge system, bunch of scrapes on it. And, uh, he's got a buck daylights October, like 9th, 10th. 11th he sends me the photos and i'm like what are you doing
0: what are you doing (laughs) i'm
1: like i'm like have you seen him yet and he's like well yeah there's the pictures i'm like are have you been hunting or what are we doing like i'm i'm so confused on what's happening right now because in my mind i'm like holy shit like he's like well no my vacation doesn't start till the 27th and he's like i don't want to switch it i'm like i don't care if i kill him on october 10th or november 10th i'm gonna kill him you know i'm like okay i'm like um but like he's here right like he is here right now Mm -hmm. right now that deer is bedded somewhere off that spine of that ridge and is coming up there every night and hitting these scrapes heading to a bean field that hasn't been cut yet i'm like why would we wait? What, what I don't understand. Yeah. I'm that mentality. too. And my, my buddy's like, well, I feel like I've got a better chance to kill him. You know, then basically like later on closer to the rut. Um, I don't have a stand right there on those scrapes. Um, and I'm just like, the best chance to kill him is when he's killable. <laughs> and I'm just like, dude, like the rule of three, this deer's already done three. Like, so I'm, yes. I'm a rule of three guy. If I see a buck do something twice the third time, unless I have a child being born or I have some major death in the family, I'm going to be there the third night. Yep. Because chances are, you know, it's it just seems like they let, you know, it seems like a buck will do stuff a few times in a row if if, if everything's the same. Now, if a major condition changes, yep, all bets are thrown off. But if yep. you've got... It's going to be an east or a southeast wind the next three nights. Temperatures about the same. Barometric pressure is about the same. And that buck hits on Monday. I'm going to guess probably Tuesday, Wednesday. He's going to – there's a very good chance he does the same damn yep. thing. So I'm going to go with, okay, I'm going to be there that second. And if I'm not going to be there the second time, I'm definitely going to be there the third time. Yep. And in my buddy's case, I'm like, yeah, I don't know. But, but he stuck with his plan. So yep. long story short, he hunts – he takes the 27th off to the 10th of November, which it's a good time frame. Never sees this buck. Lo and behold, we come to find out the neighbor's son-in-law comes in two days after the daylight, last daylight picture he got, and kills him on an opposing ridge in the morning. He was basically working to that bean field, fuck around over there, and then come back mm-hmm. in bed. Well, this kid killed him in the morning. He was on his way back. Well, we didn't know this because the kid lived out of state. So the kid kills the buck, takes the buck to, I think he lives in like West Virginia or some shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. We don't know that. We don't find any of this out until we actually run into the neighbor during gun season and we're bullshitting with him. And he's showing us a picture. And my buddy's like, when did that buck get killed? He's like, let me see that. And I'm like, I knew right away when I saw a picture, I'm like, oh no, <laughs> dude, that deer wasn't even alive. Like my buddy spent his yeah. whole vacation hunting a buck that, that was in west alive. virginia hanging in a fucking barn somewhere like yep you know he skull plated him and like i think he's gonna get him mounted but yeah the deer wasn't even living and like yeah. to me like i'm just like
2: god
1: like i was more sick about it than my buddy was i think because i'm mm-hmm. just like dude like that deer was so killable like but everyone wants to hunt the rut they want to hunt mm-hmm. i get it i get it i get it but
2: Dude, I, I had a pretty
1: similar
0: one last year, actually. It was a buck that I did not think was the quality that I wanted to kill mm-hmm. from my, my pictures. Um, I had pictures of him all summer. He was an eight-pointer, not very wide, but tall tines, not great threes, you know, and I
1: thought he was like a low 40s type buck. That's a decent compound um, buck, but that's not a crossbow buck. <laughs> compound, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Longbow, for sure. <laughs> crossbow, no.
0: But I actually... During shotgun season, we do the pushes and everything. Yeah, I, I jumped him, and and mm. when he when he jumped up, I looked at him for a second. I was like, "Oh, you are way bigger than I thought you were." Hey,
1: buddy, come back!
0: <laughs> and I shot at him and missed actually, because my freaking gun misfired three out of the five shells, which eh, made me a little upset. But that deer, I chose not to hunt him because I didn't think he was big enough from mm-hmm. the pictures. Yeah, um, he, I had last year. We had a really bad drought. Yep, where I'm where I'm from, um, and he daylighted from Mm. october 8th to halloween he daylighted 21 days (laughs) what i had my camera over this pothole in the timber Mm. and it was the only water it's by the river but it Mm. was the only non-fast moving water right right he daylighted 21 of that 23 days or 24 there was like two days in the whole month he didn't daylight did you ever and i didn't have a cell cam there oh okay so i checked the camera like the third or fourth day before that time period started. I checked it
1: on like the 12th or something like that. And you didn't think he was big enough to where you're like, I should go look at him in person. No. He just didn't strike. Okay. No. Just from
0: the picture. I mean, it was a deer that I knew was nice, but I didn't think, but he was a lot heavier than I thought. Bigger frame. That's
1: where cameras can like, man, I've had some bucks where I'm like, oh yeah, he's big. And then he's in person. I'm like, he's 20 inches smaller, but I've had a couple like that one where I think he was, Where, he was low to mid fifties and I thought he was low to mid forties, you I'm know? Looking was, at, yeah. Like you're looking at him on the camera and you're like, mm, decent buck. And then he comes strolling by and you, you don't even expect it mm-hmm. in person. And you're like, whoa, who the fuck, who the yeah. hell,
0: who is that? <laughs> like, like I thought, you know, I thought his twos were 11 inches, 10 mm-hmm. or 11 inches. They were like 14, mm-hmm. I would say. You know, and so his in, beams were longer, and he was
1: heavier. So in October, you probably should have been checking this buck out.
0: Yeah, and no, if I'd have no. had a cell cam there, right. I mean, I'd have seen how many days. And like my cousin didn't have much good to hunt. He hunts there, right? And I told him, like, you know, it's it's a good buck. You know, it was a mature buck, mm. something he would kill. And I'm like, go go in there and try to kill him. And he never did. And then when I checked the camera, both and, of us were like, ho.
1: Oh. And, and that's a that's a scenario where a cell cam. Oh, he'd have been is gonna make your buck. Because oh. like you know, like I, I'll hear guys say. Oh, cell cams don't give me an extra advantage up. Yeah, they do. Because it's in real time. It's getting sent. Like, you don't, like, if you don't go check a camera for two or three weeks, you might have missed your window. Like, if my buddy wouldn't have had a cell cam on that scrape, right? Mm -hmm. He doesn't know that deer's up there doing that. How how does he know that? Yep. But on a, a cell cam, you do. Yep. So my argument's always been, like, I'm for cell cams. I don't give a shit. If it's legal, use them. Yeah. Like I've, I've got some, I mean, whatever. But, cell cams have
0: killed my last right. two of my last years. Right. Right.
1: But like, don't be the guy that's like, oh no, it's no different than you with a regular cam. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Because I don't have to physically go check. Like it's coming right to my phone. Like yeah. I'm seeing it. Whoa. He was in there this morning. Intrusion.
0: Getting him in 100%, real time. 100%. Like 100%. the 10 pointer on my, on my tattoo that, that I talked about. I 100% killed that deer because I got a picture of them combining the field. Mm-hmm. Then that night I got a picture of him right after daylight going out to the mm-hmm. field. And so the next morning I went in there and I killed him. You're putting the puzzle pieces together yeah. and there you go. Yep. Yeah. And yep. had I not been able to check that, you know, had I checked that camera 2 weeks later, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have known that on in real time. And junk brow, I, same thing. I mean, I would I'd get pictures of him coming out at night. Yep. And the, the mornings, I would get pictures of him coming in at a certain time. He would daylight that yep. next night. Well, the night I killed him, the morning before, he mm-hmm. came through at that certain time. And he came out at daylight, and I killed him, you know? Yep. So if a
1: buck's going to show you his cards in October, you're, you're all in. Oh, yeah. yeah. Diving it. Why not? You know? See, I'm, like I'm, I said,
0: I don't care if I kill him October 10th, November 10th, or December 10th. Yep.
1: Okay. January so, 10th. So, I don't care. So how do you view buck beds? If you blow a buck out, are you fucked? Or is that... Or are you not? what's your I, what's your standpoint there from that whole standpoint to me bucks do not have one bed they mm-hmm. bet you
0: know i think they've got six eight ten beds you know yeah. um just for different wind directions and mm-hmm. pressures and all that kind of stuff um i i do think if i think you you can probably bump, bump a buck two or three times mm-hmm. before he's like eh. and i think he'll still use that bed yeah but he's gonna get wise you sure. know uh I'm not too worried, especially the first time bumping him out. And a lot of times, you know, if I do that, I'll go right in there the next night, mm-hmm. you know, because he's in there. If it's the same conditions the next night, he's probably going to be right back in there. Yep. You know, I know people that have bumped a buck out of a bed, put a camera on the bed mm-hmm. and they're
1: back yep. 45 minutes later, yep. you know? Nope. I've always said the same thing. Like I view it as like, it's a security system, right? Yeah. So if the bed... They can him- see or smell
0: everything. That's yeah. why they're bedded there.
1: Yeah. It, the, the bed did its job. It kept him alive. Yep. And they're constantly being hunted, not by just people. You got... Lions, wolves, bears, coyotes, Bob. I mean, you, you got a, a magnitude of shit. It's not just yep. human intrusion, you know. But I've yep. always, you know, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll every year and never fails. I'll have a bunch of guys that'll message me, dude. I bumped this buck last night. I was walking in or I was walking out. Should I wait a week, two weeks? How long? I'm like, uh, I'd be right back in there tomorrow. And yeah. they're like, ha. ha, ha, ha. The no, for real, dude. Like, what do you think? And I'm like, seriously, yeah, I'd be, <laughs> come in a different way, but yeah, I'm like, I'd be right. Back in there tomorrow like two of the booners i've killed I, I i know for a fact i bumped the one the day before i killed him and the other one i bumped two times the week prior and he was still betting in the exact same spot you know and i think if
0: you bump a buck you know three or four days in a row out of the same
1: bed yeah, he's probably he, gonna move yeah he might shift i think he'll know. come back he might shift you know. a little bit but I've, I've always used the like i've always used this analogy and people are like well yeah that seems to make sense like if i break into your house right okay you're not home jackie's not home i break into your house but your cameras go off the alarm system goes off i'm like oh shit, and i get out of there okay are you gonna get rid of your alarm system no. are you gonna change your alarm system? Fuck no it did exactly what it's supposed to do it was like hey this idiot just broke in my house i'm alerting the police i'm alerting the fire department i'm alerting you and jackie and everyone's phone's going up did its job well if a buck wins you sees you you know, here's you coming, that spot, the alarm system, it worked system, for him. It did worked it for him. Yeah. yeah, did exactly what it's supposed to do. And that's why he beds there, because it keeps him alive, keeps him safe. So I'm just like, yeah, I don't get real worried about that. You know, like, I'm just like, mm, that doesn't really bother me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so you're on kind of the same page. Okay, so since we're going over things about big bucks, do we make big bucks out to be smarter than they are? See, I think no. I think
0: they are. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't think so. I think once they get, I think to a certain point, mm-hmm. there's that four to seven that they are brilliant, mm-hmm. I think. You know, their mm-hmm. instincts are really good, mm-hmm. but I think young ones are dumb, old ones are dumb. Mm-hmm. But I, I personally, just the deer that I've hunted and and the the challenges I've had, I, I mean, maybe a little bit, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit. I think people do take it a little too far sometimes on how hard they think about it, but I do think, I mean, they are they're smart that's how they get to that age you know oh yeah yeah there's a reason that they're a seven-year-old There's are a reason that they're a six-year-old because they knew how to avoid mm-hmm. you know
1: getting See, killed i think <clears throat> i think we make big deer way smarter than what they actually are but instinctually the animal is very smart yes so its instincts are almost unbeatable right mm-hmm. but they all have patterns oh I don't, yeah i don't i personally i don't believe in the whole he doesn't daylight, he's not killable. I don't believe in that. I don't, I don't believe in it. Deer daylight, it's just not 100%. where you're at. <laughs> 100%. If you think a deer lays all day, every day, and because the daylight is up, he does not move. I'm sorry, but I will disagree with you f- f- till the end of time. Mm-hmm. I will disagree with you to the end of time. Yeah. You are not going to get me to believe. A deer will move at some point during daylight 1,000%. All the time. They are going to get up, meander around, take a shit, browse, grab something to eat, and bed back down. I'm not saying they're going to go 400 yards. Yeah, but
0: he's going to be on his feet he, in daylight somewhere. I've yeah. had times where I'm sitting in a stand. Yep. And I, you know, I watched the buck I was hunting on the other ridge, down the valley, up the other side, watched him bed down. He got up like seven times during the day, and he would only move. Yep. 80 yards, feed over there, and bed back down. Mm-hmm. He'd move yep. 100 yards, move, bed back down. He'd come back. This, mm. you know. He's on there. There is no deer that never daylight's. He's daylighting somewhere, whether it's in the heart of a timber or on your neighbor's property. Every deer is
1: killable in some way. I think we we use that as a brilliant excuse to validate, basically sucking. <laughs> either sucking or being lazy. And we can't figure a buck out, or we just don't want to put in the effort, but we want to act like, well, I mean, I wouldn't. You're right. I shouldn't have shot this 140. But dude, let's be honest. The Big, browed 10s, unkillable. He doesn't daylight. How are you going to kill that buck? Mm-hmm. He, okay, dude, are you trying to convince me or, or yourself, yourself yeah. that realistically you just didn't put in the app? Because, I mean, for me, I'm just like, okay, no animal, living, breathing. Well, I don't give a shit if it's a freaking bull elk, a big buck, is never moving throughout the day like it's it's not that's just it's not that's not what's going on
0: i do think that there are bucks that are unkillable on properties on certain properties oh yeah especially if you are hunting a deer on a property he doesn't daylight oh, on. that's tough very you're very, not going to kill him 100 the, percent. the one that i is sorry eric is going to take a miracle to kill his nine lives yeah 100%. because of where he lives 100 percent. it would take 10 days in a row sitting your ass in that tree stand yeah. dark to dark yep
1: and to be honest, and I think I was, have a chance at if I was him, him that would be my philosophy. I think that's the only way you kill that yep. deer. Yep.
0: But there are some deer that are unkillable for certain people. Mm-hmm. Not saying oh, yeah. he's completely unkillable, but situations make deer unkillable Fine. as
1: far as, you know. I've always said if you're hunting a specific buck that doesn't actually bed on your property. So he's not staying on the piece of public you're hunting, the piece of private you're hunting. He's not staying there actually bedding. That's a very hard deer to kill Mm -hmm. because you are now talking about a very small sliver of a window that he could walk by you. If he's bedded there, he is at least in your wheelhouse for most of the day, maybe most of the night. Mm -hmm. If he is not, that is a tough, tough animal to kill. If he is realistically hardly ever actually on the property that you are actually sitting on. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's already hard enough to kill one because instinctually they're very smart. That's six, I think their sixth sense keeps them alive more than anything. And yeah. that, is, that is almost unbeatable because we can't control or we don't know when that kicks in or how that works.
0: Well, and that's where your people making deer smarter than they actually are. I don't think it's a – they don't think about it. It's not of their mm-hmm. brain is smart. It's their natural, oh yeah, instinct. Keeping me alive instincts yep. is what makes them smart. They're yeah. not they're not sitting there and, you know, getting bumped out of their bed and saying, "Well, I wonder if, you know, he's going to come back tomorrow." Yeah. It's, you know, which we talked about the back bed thing. That was just an example. Yeah, but no, that's It's okay. not them processing the thought in their mind. It's right. their natural gut feeling. Right. Now, okay, what's your thoughts on the October law? I I think Depends on your property and where you're at, but I think with the right weather, the lull's not a thing. Yeah. See, I don't. And I, I think, don't. I don't think the lull's a thing because he, just because he's not daylighting on the field you're yep. hunting doesn't mean he's not staying in the timber eating oaks during daylight. Yep. I think you just have to think about things and change up what you're doing during that period of time. Yeah. Um, but I don't, you know, if it's warm and... You know the wrong moon phase and mm-hmm. no high pressure, no storms coming through, no nothing. Is it hard to kill during the quote unquote lull? Yes, hundred percent. But I don't think that there. There's a time that a deer is not killable throughout any time of the year. Mm-hmm. There's always a time you can kill him. It's just depending on where he is and if it's on your property.
1: Yep. Yeah. See, I'm, I I don't I never have believed in it. I. No one will ever <clears throat> convince me of it because. For me, I've killed a lot of deer in that middle of October. I've had some of my best bow hunts in that middle of October. And why it was good is because I knew where a buck was bedding and feeding. Now, if you weren't right there and you were two ridges over. Oh, you're you're SOL. You might have said, oh, it's the October lull. No deer moving. No, dude. You don't have where they want to bed and where they want to feed right now. Our early muzzleloader season in Iowa falls in the October lull. Mm -hmm. It's
0: like two weeks long. It's usually, like, the around the 10th yep. to, like, the 21st or the 25th or yep. something like that. The number of times I have – I have could – if had I had a gun in my hand during that time phase over my life – I don't hunt early muzzleloader. I hunt our late muzzleloader, just yeah. food and cold. But the number of times where I have been bow hunting during the, quote-unquote, October lull – Wishing you
1: had a smokestick.
0: <laughs> that I could have killed a big buck with yeah. a gun.
1: Yeah. A hundred
0: percent. You know, yep. probably
1: – Eight times yep. in my 18 years of hunting. Well, and I've, it's funny, like back home, a lot of my buddies will be like, and it doesn't make any sense to me because they watch me kill big deer in October all the time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and and a lot of them, like as soon as I kill a big buck, like they're coming over to see it. So like they, like they watch me do it. and But they still are firm believers in, nah, man, it's too hot. Big deer just aren't going to move tonight. And I'm like, it's 70 degrees out. It's too hot. I'm like, I have pictures and watched them all summer on 95 degree days. Yep. In broad daylight at 5:30. Yep. You're telling me on a 70 degree October night on a secluded clover field there's not going to be any deer show up? Like it, it's in- Now don't get me wrong. I think if you come from
0: a week or not, you know, 10 days of 35 and 40 degree weather and you get a 70 degree day, oh, yeah. they're definitely going to shut down. Right. But to me, my mindset goes to I'm going to go sit a water hole. Yeah. Where are they going? to They're going to be hot. They're going to be thirsty. They're your odds to me on a situation like that are
1: going to be higher to kill a deer on water. Yeah. Well, and like my water, my whole philosophy is I'm like, if they'll move in 95 degree weather in daylight, what makes you think they won't move if they choose to move on a 70 degree day mm-hmm. in October? What's the difference? And like,
0: I think the biggest thing there is like, I, like I said, if it's surrounded by really cold weather, I don't think it's going to be very good. But if you're, you know, if you go through all of September and the first. 20 or Mm -hmm. 15 days of october are 60 to 70 yeah yeah
1: yeah. you know
0: if he's if you're coming off of a cold snap into into a warm-up Mm -hmm. you know i think it's not going to be worth a toot but i think if you're in a continual temperature zone there at 60 to 70
1: 75 i think it's normal for him that year you know yep yeah i mean and it's like you know i think at times we we're 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 trying to like we want to force deer to move when we think, or we want to like put this scientific fucking algorithm thing on when big bucks are. And it's just like, dude, they're going to do what they want to do when they want to do it. You know, like, like in the, in the elk world, you always hear guys go elk are where they are. Where do you find elk? Where elk want to be? Mm -hmm. Because they're nomadic as fuck. And I do think,
0: you know, I do think in the whitetail world, I do think, you know, those pressures and moon phases and weather. They can help you or hurt you for sure. I, I do think, Deer do move because of those things. Oh yeah, you know. I mean, I'm,
1: I mean you know, I'm a firm moon guy. I'm am a big red moon guy. I've killed a yep. lot of big deer on red moon. I mean, I I like that time frame, but I'm not only gonna hunt or not hunt because of that. If a buck daylight's on quote unquote a shitty moon day, and the next two days are shitty moon days, yeah, my ass is hunting. Yeah, because he, and that's the one he thing chose those... to move in daylight on a shitty moon day because he wanted to. Yep. He might choose it again. Yep. It's a, I would say those things catch
0: 99% of deer. You're going to have deer that don't follow those things, or they just, that's when those deer like to move. Mm-hmm. Every person's different. Every deer's different, yeah. you know? I think overall those, you know, the moon phases and yep. the temperature changes yep. and all that stuff, I think it does 100% your odds when those are good are better Oh yeah. than I mean, when they're not. Yeah, but I'm is. not, that's not saying that they're yeah. not
1: going to, right. you know? Yep. I mean, it definitely... When I see a cold front with a red moon ahead and it's mid-October or end October and I got the rut coming up and I know bucks are getting puffed up and they're starting to move more. Oh, of course. I'm like, oh, my God, I got everything in my favor. Yep. Like, I love to see that. That's great. You know, Um, but if a buck wants to daylight on October 2nd and it's a full moon and it's 80 degrees and it's quote unquote shitty conditions. Hey, buddy. He's going to daylight if he wants hey, to. Hey, yep. if you want to – if you want to daylight, let's – let's. I mean, you know, I killed extra, my biggest buck, on the first – the opening night of bow season in 2016, and it was like 84 degrees that day. Yep. And he was on that freaking food plot at 545, on his feet, meandering around like a freaking idiot. Like, yep. just – but just, hey, first deer, first deer, first sit, first deer of the year. Here he comes. And I'm just like, what? In, in my mind, I'm like, I'm looking. at I remember looking at my watch. I'm like, what? this ain't right. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Literally. I remember being like, what are you? Did you get bumped? I thought he got bumped. And he's walking. And I'm just like. Which that, he could have. He could have got bumped out of well, his bed. You know, he was 400 yards away yeah. or 300 yards away and just he was decided, walking. well, I'm up. He was well walking, go. had his tail wagging, just munching on clover, walking right to me. And I'm just like, white tail buck deer. <laughs> <laughs> munching on clover here he comes and i'm just like okay here we go like you know, i'll take a
0: hand out all day
1: dude <laughs> you know that was the easiest buck it's opening mean, it's opening night opening mm. night you know um yeah i'll take that like i'll take those i i, I that's the only like what i would call easy White tail I've ever killed like and, and easy by I didn't I have to, I hunted two hours mm-hmm. I was in I was in a I was in a tree for two hours um but yeah I mean if God wants to hand me another 190 this year on the opener that I don't even know ex- now, now extra I knew was around for two years but maybe this year he'll just magically drop a 170 in front of me and there it is you, you know? just never know you just, you just don't ever know Lee. <laughs> that's the magic of it you just don't ever know well I, I, this was this was good I like yeah. this it's a fun conversation because it is it's uh motivation can be tough and on tough years you know you had a tough year last year i had a tough year like we're both trying to do things to like stay in it stay motivated now you right now you've got bucks that you're like ooh, you know whereas i'm over here on the other end i'm like i got a couple that i i want to see how they finish but they're not immediate Ooh, you know they're kind of a that's a good buck but it's not that wow factor Now, now they could be um you know with another couple weeks to grow they could they put on another 10, 15 inches, which they easily could do. Yep. There they they would go from the, oh that's a good buck to oh damn, that's a, Yeah. Yeah, I'll take yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. You know, I like that. Um so but but yeah, staying motivated and just staying in the game and and yeah, man, that's uh And I, like I think that. for
0: me, uh, if I had to give one piece of advice, I'm not, you know, one to give advice where it's not wanted. But for me, the one thing that has made me more mentally tough And staying mentally focused and mentally positive is, like I said, the number one piece of advice I would have is surround yourself with the people that you want to be like. Like I said earlier in the podcast, find the group of guys that are mentally tough, that are, you know, who you want to be. Surround yourself with them and you will more or less become like them. You know, if you surround yourself with downers you're going to be a downer. I if am. you surround yourself with guys like the WCB crew that are like, heck yeah, dude, we're going to go kill and we're going to kill big shit. Yep. You'll kill and you'll kill big shit.
1: Yeah. I've, I've always, I've said it for a long time, you know, and I mean, my background in college was, you know, my degree was in psych, social criminology. And, and there, there was always like a saying, you know, in that world, like you look at a criminal or you look at someone, show me their five best friends or show me the, the crowd they run with. And you could probably damn near tell what they're like. And I thought that's always stuck in my mind. Like, so, you know, if you want to be a killer, you, you should run with killers. If you mm-hmm. want to be successful, you should run with successful people. If you want to kill big bucks, run with guys that are killing big, but you know, like show me your five best friends and I probably can get a good idea of what you're like and who you are, you know? Yep. I mean, and that's, you know, so
0: like, I think that's the number one piece of advice for especially staying motivated.
1: Yeah, it's a good piece. Surround yourself with good people and good things will probably happen. Yep. Chances are I won't go rob a bank. Neither will Kurt. Doug? Mm, Depends (laughs) on how many beers he's had. Austin? Probably not. Ross? Probably not. Chances are you can go out with us. You probably won't rob any banks. Yep. You know? You might drink a lot of beer, but you probably won't rob any banks. Yep. There it is. I I agree more. Well, Lee, this was fun. Yeah, it was. It was was fun. This was your this was your maiden voyage to the CC Hunt Files. We're happy to have you. My debut. Your debut. I appreciate you having me on. We needed a cult leader here at the CC Hunt Files, and you're (laughs) you're just the guy for it. (laughs) Hey, you guys know what to do. Don't uh, don't fucking settle. Don't shoot a buck you don't want. Stay motivated. Listen to Lee. Surround yourself with killers. We'll catch you next week. Peace.
2: Can you say the letter C? Sea Hunt Files.